Old friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for The Best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. I'm Holly Taylor, talking about some of those movies, the ones that help heal a broken heart or encourage you in your faith. Uh, The Blind, the true story of the Robinson family, that is going to be in theaters coming up in about 10 days. Uh, This is actually the story about Duck Dynasty, so that's kind of fun. Talked about Ordinary Angels coming out next year. Journey to Bethlehem. I'm so excited to see this one, mainly because Antonio Banderas is in it. He plays Herod, so I think it's going to be a fascinating movie. Uh, And then there's actually a few other movies that are ones to watch out for. Passion of the Christ Resurrection will be coming out in February of next year. Uh, If you want your kids to have an encouraging and faith-based film, April 30th next year, The Ark and the Aardvark is uh, coming into theaters too. Say that one five times fast. Anyway, to get uh, all the trailers and the little snippets uh, about these films, check out facestrongtoday.com. Producer Mike, go-to films for like (laughs) any emotion. Pick one. Heartbreak movie, you got one? Uh, Shrek. When you're heartbroken? Sure, why not? <laughs> I'm a believer. It's like one of the theme songs of it by Smash Mouth, right? <laughs> I thought love was more or less a given thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. I love that. <laughs> That's so funny. And my kids love that movie too. So there you go. Maybe it's about just being able to smile when you're feeling down. I think it probably has something to do with like, you know, an innocent childhood movie, right? Yeah. I would have been 10 or 11 when that one came out. Yeah. Just what sort of worries does a 10 or 11 year old have? Yeah. Just brings homework. me right. Yeah. That's it, really. And I never did my homework. <laughs> so it brings me right back to childhood where I had no responsibilities. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So there you go. And producer Mike's feeling a little glum. It's Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love it. All right. How about this one? A text message here. This is from Laura. She says she loves to watch Passion of the Christ every Easter. It's one of her go-to. Uh, she's also really loving the series The Chosen. So when she's feeling like she needs some spiritual inspiration, um, she watches that series. Looking forward to season number four. How about you, Laura? Um, so that yeah, there's so many encouraging, funny films out there. So what is on your list when you're feeling a little glum, a little ho-hum? What are some of those movies that you go to? Hey, thank you so much for joining us here in Good Company, whether it's through the My Joy Radio app for your Google or Apple devices. Maybe you're streaming us at joyradio.ca or you're listening to the radio, AM 1250. It's great to have you here today. And this story made me smile because in our house, we do have a bit of a debate. Do you shower at night or in the mornings? Dun, dun, dun. The age old question, which is better? Ah, I used to shower at night because I had to wake up at four in the morning and then my family was angry (laughs) that I was being so noisy first thing in the morning. So at night in the morning, what do you think scientifically is the best time to shower? Producer Mike, going to put you on the spot here. Okay. All right. I have some thoughts. Maybe it's best scientifically Mm -hmm. to shower in the morning. Okay. I feel like maybe uh, getting out of the shower, you know, it's a little like cold. That, yeah. That shock immediately as you open up the shower door. Yeah. Maybe that does something to wake you up, get the endorphins going. Yeah, it gives you like an adrenaline rush. Yeah. Like, whoa, it's cold. It's, I'm going to seize the day. Yeah, it's like pulling the blankets off really quick. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. 
but you'd be wrong. Ah. Yeah. Did you actually know or you just... No, that was uh, pure Legitimately. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They say kind of the same reason about the temperature. Mm-hmm. So if you have a shower at night, it lowers your core temperature to a point where it helps you sleep better. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so I didn't know that. And um, I kind of appreciate the information. I might start going back to being a nighttime shower person. Plus, I mean, you get to wipe and wash away the dirt of the day, which is also a nice thing on the hygiene level, in yeah. my opinion. And then get into a clean bed. And yeah. You just feel like you're nice. Clean and you're, it's hard to explain, but I get it. Yeah. Totally. And then you kind of feel cool in the morning or in your um, in your core and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go to sleep now. Yeah. So, okay. There you Hibernate go. like a bear. Yes. Yeah. So if you are a nighttime shower person, congratulations. You probably are a better sleeper too. I'm Holly Taylor on Good Company, and we're talking about bad moms. Yeah, the average mom feels like a bad mom 156 times a year, and they say it's because of comparison. It's about those mom influencers or the momfluencers, or whatever the kids call them these days. Um, And so people feel a little more insecure, a little bit uh, just doubting themselves seeing the content of these moms who are literally just highlighting the positive moments of their day and putting it on social media for all to see. So we can't judge. We can't compare whether it is our body, whether it's the way we've res- you know, responded to our kids in a, a situation that maybe we wish we would have done differently. And this, I think, can be extended not just to the moms, but to the dads, aunts, uncles, grandparents. So what do you do when you see these kinds of things that start making you second guess your incredible influence on the people around you and making you think that it's less than. Text in 905-338-1250 is a text in. She says when she sees things like that, she puts down the phone, walks away, and gives her kids a hug. Their hug in return makes her feel like a great mom. Yeah, sometimes just about putting down that phone and realizing I have these incredible creatures right in front of me. I'm going to hug them. Because honestly, kids love a hug unless they're freaking out. (laughs) I learned that the hard way a few times. Oh, goodness. Kids, let me tell you, they are the best of times. They are the most interesting of times. Mm, It's a lot of it. A lot of feelings. A lot of feelings. So how do you navigate them? Thank you so much for hanging out with us here today on Good Company. Whether you are joining us through the radio, AM side of the dial, 1250, or maybe you're streaming at joyradio.ca or through the My Joy Radio app, it is great to hang out with you guys today. Got some good anniversary ideas as well, so thank you so much for weighing in on our conversation today. Well, there's an incredible story about a, a young woman named Trieste, and back in 2014, she was going through a really, really tough time, had gone through a hard breakup. Her grandmother had passed away. She had to rely on family and friends to get to and from her work. She was a dance teacher. And so after one of her classes one day, her ride never showed up. She waited a full hour and then just thought, I'm just going to go home. So on her way, walking home, she has to cross this bridge. And she just thought, you know what? I just, I think my life would be better and everyone's life would be better if I was gone. And so she stood up on the side of the bridge crying and just being so depressed and heartbroken. And again, in that moment, a lie was told to her that everyone's life would be better if she just wasn't there anymore. As she finally gets the courage to leap off that bridge, someone yells, don't jump. 
the car pulled up behind her and she didn't see them. And that little phrase, don't jump, those two words and that kindness of that stranger to recognize she was in a very, very dark place literally saved her life. She ended up getting down from the bridge. She didn't jump. And she was able to get the help and support that she needs. An incredible story. You know, you just never know when you'll be out and about and you will see something. And you have the chance to say an encouraging word that could change the life and trajectory of someone forever. It's just those small acts of kindness. So now she's trying to dedicate her life to teach others to be kind because you never know what somebody is going through. When we think of children, the world just seems to be so full of endless possibilities and hope. And it's challenging to navigate those waters. But it's always beautiful to reflect on the life of children and how they see the world. As we've recently discovered, thanks to producer Mike, that kids actually see the world with brighter colors. But getting older doesn't have to mean that we see things in a diminished light. We just have a different perspective. So what are some of those perks of getting older? 905-338-1250. What are some of those things? We got a text message here from Melissa. She says, I am actually slower to anger now that I'm older. It seems like situations that got me angry when I was younger, well, they don't bother me as much anymore. And uh, I'm not quite there yet, Melissa. <laughs> However, I think I'm getting there. And it's interesting how our perspective on life can shift how we see what would have been previously very frustrating situations. We can look at it from a different lens. That's right. Producer Mike, in your um, mature old age of what? 31. Th- th- 31 now. <laughs> yeah. 31 and counting. That's it. Um, I'm. You're kind of in that that season of transition from like being like a young 20 year old to now you're starting because that was it for me. I started to see the world differently in my 30s. What are some of the things that you are deeming a perk of aging? Uh, just having more wisdom, mm-hmm. not knowledge, but like the ability to use that knowledge. Yeah. Right. And that, that comes with clarity. Yeah. I think just being able to think a little easier about things that are happening in the world and applying those to my own life and the lives of my friends. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's um, deeper thinking than when I was in my 20s. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thinking used to be very surface level and now it's a little more, you know, my experiences in my life. Yeah, for sure. You have life and lived experiences now to tally up against your theoretical knowledge. Yeah, and now exactly. you're like, oh, I see how this can play out in a myriad of ways. And this is the way I'm going to respond. Yeah, it's not just an archetype from a story that I'm relating to. It's something that I actually know in my own life. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Thank you for sharing. As we actually have a message here from Lee, kind of leaning into that same idea uh, about being able to respond to situations differently because of life experience. So, Lee, thank you very much for your text message at 905-338-1250. Nancy, (laughs) one word grandkids. A perk of getting older. I've heard that. They say have grandkids first if you can, but honestly, I tried. Didn't didn't work out so well. You gotta have the kids first. You gotta go through the trials. And, uh, and then I hear later on, with that wisdom, you get gifted the grandbabies.